on mute this time. So welcome, welcome, welcome to another rendition of A Seat at the Dinner Table. I am Taman. And I'm Kim. And we have some special guests in the building. We have the lovely couple of the Love Walk, the Wilters. We have Dom and we have Nicole. If you guys would introduce yourselves today. She Dom, I'm Nicole. That's right. It's like, I'm Nicole, this is Dom, and we're excited on being here tonight. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Uh, we did not, unfortunately, uh, give them a seat at our dinner table, so we did not provide them <laughs> food, so our hospitality is horrible at the moment. Nonetheless, we greatly appreciate you guys' presence today. Yeah. Um, I done fasted all day. You know what I mean? Understood. Understood. Blame him. Yeah, blame me. Blame me. So far. Needless to say, at the bottom, we have shop at www.simplyshondell.com. And Ms. Simply Shondell, you got anything to say before we get this thing going? You want to plug? Plug? Sure. Oh, I, I guess I can't say. <laughs> right now on um, simplyshondell.com, I am doing 15 15% off your entire order for um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, this year, it's, I think I said this before, but it's very near and dear to my heart. For those of you that don't know, I lost my grandma back in May of this year to breast cancer. So this one is different this year for breast cancer awareness. I'm just on 15% off. Um, plus, if you your orders are over $50, you automatically get free shipping as well. So, got that going. Um, I have one last pop-up shop coming up on November 20th of this year. So, follow me on Instagram and Facebook for more details on that. All right. So, what do we got going on today for dinner? Dinner tonight. I was a little ambitious. I tried a Gordon Ramsay recipe. It was um, it's roasted tomato soup with dried tomato pesto and a cheesy bread that is to die for. I can't see it. You want to dip it out the bowl? So soup. So you gotta take a picture and then post yeah. it. Post That's, it later so we can see. That'll work. We'll do that. You get on Let me that. See if I can get this picture. So. Tonight's topic, we are talking about gender roles in society today. Um, I know when the phrase gender roles comes about um, in 2021, it can be a number of things that come to your mind. Um, however, with us being a married couple, the first thing that we think about is just male and female first when it comes to gender roles. And then in a relationship and then go from there. Um, I was not listening, I'm so sorry. Understood. I'm trying to get to this to each, his, <laughs> to each his own when it comes to the gender flu fluidity, whatever. Fluidity? Yep, yep. Um, but we're gonna be a little bit, uh, I guess, traditional when we're talking about gender roles tonight uh, in society today, more so of the male and female aspect in a relationship. relationship. And my son is just a lovely interrupter. No, okay, go in the room. Less. Uh, even though we had a pep talk right before this. Um, <laughs> he does what he wants. Very much so. Same thing over here. <laughs> so, um, 
quick before I get into the, the questions, um, when you guys first think of gender roles, what's the first thing you guys think of? Same thing, basically, what you just said. Um, it's a male's role in the, in, in the household and the female's role in the household. Um, what each is, what I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be doing and what she's supposed to be doing. Um, and that's how I look at it. You know I mean, what's your role in the household? What's the male's role in the household? What's the woman's role in the household? Gotcha. I basically thought of the same thing, what yeah. people consider, consider to be gender roles. And if I really believe in gender roles, but that'll probably be the conversation. <laughs> so, so let's just get into it. Uh, first question that we have is, what is your definition of gender roles? I know that was kind of what I started with, but um, that's okay. You you didn't say too much. I didn't. So I would say my my definition of quote unquote gender roles is like traditionally what is expected of a man in a household versus what is expected of a woman in a household. Um, so I I don't even know what your questions are, but yep. I will, can't wait to talk about those gender roles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess I pretty much said my, my definition. Um, well, not really. Pretty much it's what's laid out as the, the quote-unquote standards as to what a male and female is supposed to be, in a sense. Mm -hmm. So that that would like generalize my definition. Yeah, same. Um, what each spouse or partner um, job is um, in, inside of their own their own household. Miss <laughs> Miss Miss Oh, I thought I answered. Oh, basically the same thing, but. See, I don't want to say too much because I don't know where the questions are going to go. But I understand. Understood. understood. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna just wait. Second question: Do you think there are certain gender roles taught in America today? Oh, me, me, say I don't. Go ahead. I think uh, society. Yes, um, I think that um, from birth, from certain cultures, certain. Um, Ethnicities, like ethnic backgrounds, they right. um, <laughs> all want to teach gender roles differently. Um, mm -hmm. So I do believe that there are certain gender roles taught in America um, today. It all depends on your household and um, what they what they've seen. So I do I do believe they are. And I think some are cliche. The woman keeps the house. The man makes the money and. That's just it, which that I don't believe in because I think that everybody's strengths are different. I think that seasons are different. We've had times where he might be strong in one area and I'm strong in another. It's never been that traditional. The woman stays at home. The man goes and makes the money and I can't no, no, no. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Listen, because I was answering some questions. I would have dove in. Diamond. No, no, diamond, please, diamond. I'm here to say, I'm gonna hear some truths from my side too. I can't speak for him. 
What you saying? Um, I don't necessarily know, and again, I don't know where the questions are going. Um, but I don't oh, just listen, take the question for what it is, whatever comes to your mind by all means. Yeah, so again, like I said, just answering the question, I do believe that there are general rules that are taught. Um, especially like if we're talking about if we're talking about in the black household, that's what we that's what we'll start, right? Going in the black household, um from birth, especially down south, you're probably gonna be here. Um, a woman cooks, the woman cleans. If you want to keep a man, um, you got to cook, you got to clean, right? That's what the woman's job is. Um, if you, if you, uh, in the black household, you might hear a man, um, like, like Cole said, the man is the provider. He's the head of the household. Um, sometimes you may hear like, you gotta, you gotta rule the iron fist as a man. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you gotta do. Like, yeah. if you, you want, you want to be respected, you yeah, I mean, don't let her talk back. Like that's just how how they may teach you down south. Yeah, I mean, so we think that color purple. <laughs> those are things. <laughs> those are things that are taught. Um, I think that those are traditions. Uh, traditions um, that have been established in the black the black household. Some black households, not my mm-hmm. not my black household, not my mom, but in certain <laughs> black households, um, those are things that are taught and established. Yeah. Um. I would say um, the the culture of America is, I mean, if you want to go deep as to how it all started, um, I mean, there, there's an adopted culture in America to where, like like you said, it's got to be the iron fist and there's a, a rule over the, the woman in a sense and the man has to to be the, the provider, especially when it comes to finances. And of course, that was the, the standard even back in the, the 60s and the 50s. And I mean, if even going back in history, like the, the woman wasn't really the breadwinner until pretty much when World War II was happening, when the men went over to fight in the war mm-hmm. and then the women were forced to work because they had to take care of the kids. They're in the factories, the men come home, the women are working, and there starts the, the, the cycle of the, I'm not, not necessarily a cycle, but pretty much the, the beginning of the working woman and the traditions changing. But um, I mean, it, it, it stems from a patriarch system in, in, my, in my opinion. And America is very patriarch. Is that a word? Is that a word? No, not patriotic. Just meaning like the man is first. The man is of of everything. So I think like you said, I think one of those things one one of the things that you're talking about, um when we're talking about that whole rule with ISIS or being um uh being sub- submissive, I'm just gonna throw out this that word submissive, being submissive, right? I think that when people hear that they automatically think that that is part of gender rules. I'm the head woman is supposed to be submissive underneath me. She's supposed to do X, Y, and Z. The children are supposed to be submissive underneath my, the woman. They're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And I think that a lot of that, some of that can stem from um, scripture and not totally understanding what these those words actually mean. 
And that's, I think, a lot where we see um, America trying to establish those gender roles um, or trying to beat you over the head with those gender roles because this is what XYZ says. You're supposed to be submissive to me and do what do what I say. Y'all audio went out. I couldn't hear them on the last thing. Can you hear us now? Yeah. Okay. He was still talking. Yeah, but he was done talking. That's why I looked at too to see if he was going to <laughs> Oh, because what I'm looking at is on a delay, I guess. <laughs> my bad. But um okay, so I'll answer the question. We have oh we have chime in. Right, the uh yeah, Derek Frazier says, but what is the rest of that verse? I don't know yeah. what verse he was talking about. No, we're talking about Ephesians. I mean, we're talking about in Ephesians, but what people will do is they'll use, they'll pick and choose certain parts of the scripture. That's a fact. To try to to try to control you. So when we're talking about the gender roles and we're talking about the submission, they'll use that one specific part of the the scripture, right? Which be submissive to to the husband. Wives be submissive to your husband. <clears throat> but like you said, the other part of that scripture is the husband has to be submissive to Christ to be submitted underneath Christ. One of the things that we always talk about, I talk about dual submission, like <clears throat> I'm going to be submitted to, she's going to be submissive to me, but I'm also going to be submissive to her needs as well. So it's not just me trying to rule. And if we told, if we, I'm going to get super deep on you, but if we understand Ooh. what that word submission actually means, all it literally means is just to get out of the way. He <laughs> said exactly. So My answer is in biblical. To the question and you move the question i'm just saying so i'm trying to see this is uh do you oh, do you think yeah, there certainly. are certain gender roles taught in america i think there's definitely certain gender roles that are taught in america my own personal opinion i feel like some of the gender roles came from um the pride of a man because like you said when the war came when the war was going on and women had to go and work they felt like they didn't know what to do with themselves or didn't have a place when they came back but it's like women were happy for their husbands to come back and happy to have the man back in the household again however they also got accustomed to going out and working and also providing because that gives you a, a, a sense of like strength and accountability and mm -hmm. and like leadership to mm -hmm. go out there and be able to help provide for the kids that you're also helping to take care of so i feel like some gender roles were were brought about because of pride I, I would agree. I would agree because I mean, like, I, I, I want to be PC. So, <laughs> um, it is when you look at different cultures. Different cultures have different ways about doing things when it comes to gender roles. Mm -hmm. And like you said, when it comes to America, with the <clears throat> men having that pride, it was almost like, like you said, coming back from the war. Yeah, the wives were receptive, but at the same time, the man felt slighted of his manhood. Mm -hmm. And who's to say that that's part of what being a man is, is to provide financially. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, that is a staple. However, at the same time, there are so many other things that a father provides in the household. There are so many things right. that the man provides in the household. One of the things he should provide is leadership. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
call yourself the head of the household, then you need to have a vision and have your family aligned with that vision to, to go forward regardless. But that's just one thing or another. Any, anything you guys want to add before I move on to the next question? Nah, cause listen, we'd be we'd be here all day with this this one. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question is: Do you think gender equality plays a part in gender roles? Can you write that question down for me? So gender equality, meaning like, equal. There's always there's been a feminist movement of saying that women need to be equal to men. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that plays a part as far as gender roles is concerned? Oh, you asking for me to answer the question I mean, right I was now? Just trying to clear it up. You ain't got to. <laughs> we can. I got to think on this. We, one. Okay. So, um, go ahead. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. So, something that I find funny that I know for a fact that I do. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people do it. I do. Most people say, well, the man should take out the trash. The man should be Mr. Fix-It. He should da-da-da-da-da. But I hate for some, I would hate for him to think that, well, she needs to be doing the laundry. Because right. in my head, you can do laundry, you can wash dishes, you can do the whole nine. But the flip side is, okay, but when you say that, I can also take out the trash. Now, I'm not, I can't fix Jack. So don't even bother asking me. I'm not wired that way, but that's where it goes back to the roles for me, the gender roles are where is your strength? That's not my strength. I can't fix a thing, but I'll take Jasmine. She can fix anything. She uh, if she wants to do it, then she's going to YouTube it, whatever, but she's going to figure it out. That is not my thing. But I know sometimes I'll be like, that trash is getting over. Like it's starting to trickle over. Like you're going to take that trash out, but... <laughs> I can take the trash out too. So sometimes I'm like, okay, let me go take that trash because if if he tried to box me into, well, I'm always flipping out about cleaning the house. If he boxed me into me being the person that cleaned this house, I would be hot. So I do think that sometimes we scream this equality business, but mm-hmm. then sometimes we don't hold ourselves to that standard where it's like, well, I shouldn't have to do that because a man should do this but we want it to be equal. So I think that people scream that a lot, but mm-hmm. don't always follow through with that. If I like that. I like that. that definitely makes sense. I agree with, I definitely see that. Now see, in our household, I think it's <coughs> partly because of the way I grew up. My mom, my mom was a single parent and I can remember, I think I was like six or seven when my parents split up and it was me and my brother, and my mom. And so as far as gender roles, there were no gender roles in our household growing up because when I had to when I had to cut grass, my brother had to be in the house cleaning and doing the dishes. And then we had to rotate. Like it would be my week to go outside, cut the grass, get the sticks and leaves and all of that stuff up when my brother did inside and then vice versa, he'd go outside. Now there were some times I'd be like, look, I'll do your inside chores if you go and do the my outside <laughs> chores. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't really want to go cut the grass, but I had to do it. Also had to take out trash. My brother actually was trying to teach me how to like do breaks and stuff. Anything that broke in the house, I was figuring out how to fix it. I was putting stuff together and vice versa. And then when my brother moved out, it was just me and my mom. And so waiting on somebody's gender roles, how was anything going to get done? Especially when you don't have the money to call 
handyman to come do this or waiting around for somebody to come fix your toilet for you. Because I, I didn't fix so many broken toilets. I, I know how to do it with my eyes closed now. <laughs> so like for me, the gender role, there were no gender roles growing up. So I didn't even have to worry about anything, any type of uh, gender equality because we all, we me and my brother had to do everything. Well, my mom too, not saying she didn't do nothing, but I'm saying like as far as outside stuff versus inside stuff. So like like there's some women who refuse to put gas in their car because yes. they want to do it. I can't. Me personally, I'm not going to be sitting there like, oh, I got to drive all the way home just for him to go back out because I always think about the inconvenience. I don't patience. Why not just stop and help my husband out because he out working and he might be tired too. So like I've seen seen a lot of posts about that gas situation where people like people make that a really big thing. Like, yeah, man, let you pump gas. Yeah, why not? I love love talking about about generals, the general topic. One thing that just popped in my head, right? And I don't again, I don't know where we're going with the questions, but I feel like people who are so hell bent on generals, they never live by themselves. I can I can definitely agree to that. Because if you live by yourself, who, <laughs> who was taking out the trash? Who was, who was pumping your bathroom? Who was pumping your gas? <laughs> who was cleaning the bathroom? Who was cooking? I right. still wasn't fixing stuff though. I, I, <laughs> different. Like, like even when we think about like handyman and the mm-hmm. woman, like if you like if you call the handyman, the woman show up to fix it. To fix your stuff, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like, oh, I wasn't, like, I what? wasn't, I wasn't expecting you. Right. You call a plumber. <laughs> you call a plumber to come un- unclog something, and a woman show up. It's like, yeah. and, and that is to go back to the first question. That is how America and society has shaped and shaped how we view the genders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, then we're talking about the whole pumping the gas thing. That's how America has shaped and viewed these genders. The man is supposed to pump the gas. Says who? Like, <laughs> I see um, this comment that said, if he's in the car, you shouldn't pump yeah. the gas. I like pumping my gas. <laughs> and this is what I'll say. I, about do I don't mind it. This is what I'll say. Um, yeah, but there's no such thing as gender roles. I agree with it. Because yeah. there is, because again, like I just said, if say she at, say she worked late, right, late night, mm-hmm. and I gotta take if if gen, society says her the woman is supposed to take care of the house, tend to the kids. Well, if I if she worked late night, and my kids had homework, go ahead and say it. Society when she works late night every <laughs> society says that well, th- that's the woman's job is to make sure that the the, the husband's home the kids homework is done. To make sure that the kids is bathed. My kids will never be bathed and their homework will never be done <laughs> if, if we waited. Like, and, and I think that we when you get into relationships, we understand like there is no role. There is no there is no roles. And again, I don't know again where the where, where the question is going. No, listen, <laughs> go with the go. I know, I know. What's the question is very broad. But there is no rules, man, because again, if the rule says that you are supposed to do X, Y, and Z, if she's supposed to cook, I'd be waiting for dinner. I'd be waiting for dinner. (laughs) 
I did cook tonight though. I prepped for tonight. <laughs> so you could have dinner at the Yes, at the dinner table. I couldn't get my words together. <laughs> um it go back to what Kim talk about pride. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I, I ain't gonna say no names, but we know somebody, we, we know a bunch of people. If his wife don't cook, he will not eat. Oh yeah. Wow. Legit. Won't eat. You will order something. <laughs> okay, but you would at least order something, right? Because for one, we're in the country that we're in. I mean, we're in, we're in America, so 
we've adopted this culture for one and for two i mean you can always learn from history and see where they got it wrong and where they got it right and in my opinion when it comes to the way that they seen uh their female counterparts as far as the, the men were concerned it was inequality type thing it wasn't like just because i'm the head doesn't mean that i'm the ultimate head like you are the head in a lot of other situations that i'm not yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I legit um, was just talking to um, somebody about this earlier. Like, yes, a man is the vision. He's the head because he naturally the one with the vision. You know what I mean, but I always told somebody, like, if the man is the head who has the vision, the woman is always is, is the neck, which is the one that allows that vision to happen, to allow, like, the head, the neck needs the head for support. The neck needs the head. The head needs the neck. The head needs the neck for support. The head also needs the neck to for for it to maneuver, for it to move. So yeah. it has to have. You can't have one without the other. You have to have a head needs a neck so it, it can move freely. Mm -hmm. To have no neck, you would just be bumping into things. You would just be walking into things. So if we're talking about the whole gender roles. You need one or you need both parties for it to be successful. You need both. Like Taman just said, your strengths are strengths. You're strong in one area. I'm I'm strong in another area. Those balance each other out. How the, how the young folks said, you spitting. Like, <laughs> like, again, we're talking about cooking. Like, silly. I know I know men who love to cook. But society says that's, that's a woman's job. I am not one. He be killing it. So down. Shout mm -hmm. out to you, bro. And see, I like to build stuff. I like to build stuff, create stuff, and fix stuff. Like, if we were stuck in those gender roles, I would never be able to do that if things would never get fixed in Because <laughs> <laughs> you fix the, the thing that's what you're talking about? The thing. Um, you know what? Let me Everything. go on to the next today. <laughs> but I mean, that's just what I, I, just, I like to do. You do, you do. You'll tell me about it, and then ten minutes later, be on it. I'll be like, "All right." <laughs> so, how does society's view on gender roles affect marriages today? Um, it puts them in a box. Um, because again, if society says that this is what if society says, the man is supposed to go be the breadwinner, and the woman is supposed to stay home. And take care of the kids. Well, what if your wife wants to go and work? What if your wife wants to go out and do and and, and, and provide? I mean, what if the husband is stronger, a stronger nurturer? Right. I mean, so it just puts him in a box because now you're you you're you have somebody out <clears throat> out of position. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm a stronger nurturer, but Society says I'm supposed to go out and work. I'm supposed to go out here and be the breadwinner, breadwinner. <clears throat> and because I'm out here doing this, she's not saying my wife, but your wife is not the. That's not her position. Her position is not to be. It's not to nurture. She's she wants to go out and work. Now <clears throat> the roles are 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 reversed. You know what I mean, because now you have somebody out of position. Now the kids ain't ain't getting what they need because the wife ain't truly nurturing. 
and the husband is in a position where he's not fully fully thriving or fully fully third uh flourishing mm -hmm. so it puts him in a box um <clears throat> I I guess, oh sorry okay can i go sure go ahead right. um i'll say for me personally that it is it was something that affected me tremendously um when it came to my marriage um mainly with me uh when society says that you have to be the breadwinner and you are you have a vision as to where you want to go and things aren't working out the way that you want them to work out and you feel like you're not getting ahead and then you're looking at society and you're feeling i felt like i was a failure to society because of what I couldn't bring to my marriage, even though my wife was understanding the fact of, I knew, I see all the behind the scenes, like stop worrying about it. However, with me and pride and having that, it's, it's going to be this way. It's going to be this way. It, it, it drove me to a dark place, uh, a very dark place, I say. And, um, and needless to say that it, it, it took me to, it helped me to realize that you can't let society affect what goes on in your household and what works for you. And along with that, a lot of the pride that I had was because of my, I don't say adoration, but me being in the American culture. And having that, the man's got to do this, the man's got to be this type of way, and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Having that stuck in my head, me not being in that position, it was like, yo, what is going on? But at the same time, like like you were saying, Dom, the nurturing side came to where I was home with my kids. And before all of them, not all of them, uh, before the youngest two went off to school and teaching them and and helping them learn and being there and playing with them and spending time with them and, and all that. Like, it was almost like I took that for granted because I wasn't being able to be the provider that society told me that I should be, which is the, the breadwinner. And ultimately when, when I let go of my pride and still working on it. I, I mean, I let go like 75% of it. Don't do that. Which I means mean, you still working on it. It's 25%. <laughs> I, I still am. However, with me removing a lot of that pride, <clears throat> the Most High is moving in so many ways, mm -hmm. and it, it, it amazes me that just just me to to change the perspective and, and really hone in and focus in on me and mine. It it it, it has done wonders. <laughs> I tell you that. So. <laughs> Forget about society. <laughs> I think um, the society's view is, I think it's hindering marriages and it's hindering potential marriages because I see so many Facebook posts of women saying, if the man is not making this, this, and this, then they don't want to be with him. Like, sis, you're missing out on opportunities of, of your potential soulmate because to be honest, mm -hmm. who's making that right now, right off the bat, when they first even getting into a relationship? 
a lot of people get into relationships in their early 20s. It ain't too many people that got their career figured out and are already on their lifelong path in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. But yet you want him, you want your, you want the man to be making six figures before you even start to date him. Well, how about you guys start dating? Because I'm pretty sure you, it, now if you're making six figures and that's what you've already established in your life, then I get it if that's what you're looking for because you want somebody that's going to meet or exceed where you're at and not bring you down. But if, you, if you're if you not even bringing to the table what you want him to bring to the table, then how, how can you... How, how can you allow society to stop you from being in a relationship with someone just because they're not meeting what you think they should be bringing to the table? Because at that point, then you grow together and you build together and it makes it, it makes the marriage more beneficial when you're doing it together. And because you guys are, it's, it's like bonding, bonding you together as you're growing too. But mm-hmm. I think it's hindering it because a lot of people are missing their opportunities because they don't, they don't want to, they don't. They don't want to go outside of the box that society says they have to be in. Got a uh, Miss Tracy Denise. Shout out to to the young Tracy Denise. <laughs> says you can't let society dictate what works for you for your household. Do what works for you, your spouse, and your household. I definitely agree. 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 Let me I tell you agree. That. Oh, go ahead, Kim. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was basically going to say what uh, Denise just said, which was. Society's view, how it affects marriages, I think that it shouldn't affect your marriage because it doesn't matter. It's what she said. It's your household is your household. Mm-hmm. What anybody else thinks doesn't matter. The moment we got married, society's view and what other people thought went out the window because when we got married, I mean, life started instantly. Right. All, all kinds of things came up. So it was like, if you were stuck on what society called the norm, then we wouldn't even be here today. You have to adjust. You have to move. You got to know how to like go, just roll with the punches and be your spouse's support in whatever may come. Mm-hmm. We've had times where Dom was out of work. He wasn't the breadwinner. I'm, I'm working. He was a full-time stay-at-home dad, nurturing the children, teaching them all kinds of things, education, spiritually, all of that. So it's like, if we had listened to what other people had to say or what other people's opinions were, that could have tore us apart. But it was in those moments when we were going through hard times like that, that we got, we were the closest. Some couples you'll see will fall apart when you have situations like that. But for us, those are some of our strongest times. And I think it's because just knowing your spouse and having their back and knowing that you want the best for them. Like we're a team, we're in this together. You just don't let that outside world affect you. But just like what Taman said, sometimes it's hard because you're, you want to be, you're used to hearing like the man is this. So you went through a time where you weren't in that role. So you had to, you had a battle with yourself. That's normal. You came out of it. Y'all were stronger. You're stronger now. Like, I, I just think that, and like Kim said, I have seen a lot of couples, talked to a lot of couples, and seen a lot of posts about marriages who are like ready to call it quits off of these so-called gender roles. And I'm just like, you're about to let something so special go because of what society says should happen. Your household is your household. It's what, what works for you. Yeah. No marriage is the same. You can't, you can't go off of what somebody else is doing. You, you just can't. I'm, I'm gonna use something that somebody always say, right? Live long enough. 
Right. Right. <laughs> so, you talk about a part in a perfect marriage. We're talking about perfect marriages, right? In the perfect world, this is what the husband will do, and this is what the wife will be. And if you live long enough, and if you stay married long enough, there are going to be ebbs and flows throughout your marriage. Mm-hmm. Where there, you again, like Cole said, the husband may be the breadwinner, but <clears throat> there might be an ebb and flow. Something may happen where she got to she got to take over, and right. she has. There may be times where <clears throat> a husband has the vision, but he gets tired, gets burnt out, and now a wife got to step up and say, "Okay, this is this is what we're doing." Right? <clears throat> There's going to be ebbs and flows in your marriage, no matter what, no matter what level you're at or what stage in your marriage you're, you're in. There's going to be ebbs and flows. There are going to be times where you have hard times, times when you're where you're um, you're good. <clears throat> that's the test. That that's the true testament of a marriage. Yeah, of a relationship. Like if everything is always peachy, if everything's always good, like when when you get tested, you ain't gonna know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> this is the husband's always supposed to be the the, the breadwinner. Well, the company went belly up. He got laid <laughs> off. Right? He ain't do nothing wrong. He just got laid off. Right. Then what? Now what do you do? Right. I think that also plays into the whole gender role thing is men aren't supposed to show their emotions per society. And that drives me crazy because how can you not when so much things happen in life? So many things happen in life. So many things happen to people personally. How can you not expect someone to show emotions and keep it bottled up? Because that's what creates, I think, also more barriers and things in the household because the the marriage, the couple is not talking about these things because the man is not is supposed to hold these emotions in. And I think that even that plays a role in a lot of it too. And I just lost my entire train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> you was good, I was, man. but it, I, I have a whole blank in my mind right now. <laughs> I, I will say I do know, like. All I could see in my head is like a man telling his son, don't cry, man up, man up. But why if something like really hurts you? Because then you got these grown adults who don't know how to handle situations and unfortunately won't seek help outside of that and try to deal with things on their own. And it makes them a prisoner in their own mind because they're fighting these battles and things like that. So I feel like even that part of the quote unquote gender role, we got to break that as well. Absolutely. I agree with you. I love that you brought it up because again, that's that is huge. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's part of the the whole that part of pride as well. Emotion yeah. for to, to tell a man to bear your emotions, you're cutting off a part of you that is it's it's essential. You know what I mean, like you were created with emotions, so to say, don't show emotions, like that's cutting off a whole part of you like that's cut, cut, cutting off of who you created to be hey there's sometimes where my son i gotta tell him hey you oh, got yeah. the man up on this one i tell my son all the time <laughs> keeping it real i tell my son all the time like you gotta stop crying you, you and i tell my daughter the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. we do too crying. but I, I understand though that there's emotions and there's a time and, and a place to show them but don't bury them yeah you know. 
I try to teach our kids, especially with our kids and especially me and Maya, like if your feelings are hurt, talk about it. You can tell me, mommy, my feelings are hurt. Mommy, I am sad about something. That's another way of displaying your emotions and talking about it and getting it out. But sitting there crying because you don't want to put these white shoes on when you want to wear your black ones. That's a problem. Like, no, get it together. But they're, they're kids too. And they have to grow up into they have to grow up into like young adults and adulthood. So they need to be able to learn to de- decipher those. And if you're constantly mm-hmm. telling them to mute their emotions, they're not gonna ever figure out how to how to decipher when it's okay to not even display but express my emotions, however it may be, and when to okay hold it back. When to hold it back. When to when to like say okay, this ain't nothing to be crying or mad or sad over. So mm-hmm. we have we have to we have to teach them that. Mm-hmm. Well, just, just as a plug, we, we will have an episode about masculinity, masculinity, if I can say it right, and femininity as well. Hmm. So, needless to say, that'll peak your ears for that. It won't be the next time, but <laughs> go ahead. We'll talk more about the, the emotions and all of that. Hmm. I got like masculine emotions. What? Yeah. <laughs> I do. You think you do. You think you're a thug, yeah. Yeah, Kim a thug. She's the softest thug. All right. All right. So our last question of the evening is should we redefine gender roles in society, relationships, and marriage? Yeah. Yeah. That was just clear as day. Just yes. (laughs) Right. Yes, we need to I'll I'll elaborate. We need to define gender roles or we need to take out gender roles. Because the our society is evolving, households are evolving. Things happen. You have to learn to to go with the flow of things. What? What? He's saying he's gonna get canceled saying the wrong thing. Listen, <laughs> listen, he's right. Yeah. It's still, I feel like we need to cancel. Not for that. Not for that reason of moving. Um, taking away gender roles, <laughs> but because things happen. Like there's been times where I've had surgeries and I could not. Like physically, I can't get up to do anything. Have to have people calling on me. So my baby will be mm-hmm. cooking the kids breakfast and stuff like that. See, and I if cook we're stuck times, to, they still alive. Listen, breakfast. They, they, they still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I get down. I get down on breakfast. Don't don't do that with the French toast and the strawberry joint and the uh, pancakes. I, breakfast, I can get down. See, honey, says it's good. Exactly. So I don't need it. But I think that like we have to we have to get rid of that mentality because when you're in a marriage, you say your vows for better or for worse. There's been some worse moments when it's when it comes to the physical. You can't when you can't physically do anything for your family, you have to rely on the other person in the marriage to help your other partner to to help and pick up that slack and stuck in a gender role like Nicole said earlier, it just won't get done. Trash will sit there and pile up. The yard won't get cut. Grass like stuff like that. So you can't you can't be stuck in that role and think that like not being able to adapt to situations. And the way that situations change in society day by day, job laws, medical, anything, family growing. Even even a family growing, you have to adapt to things because when people have more than I'll say when people have more than two to three kids, you need help. You need help. I don't care what role it is. You need help. So, yes, it needs to be done away with. I say, um, 
the way we redefine it is take the gender off of it. Right. Because there are roles in marriage. I mean, I don't want people to think that there aren't roles, um, but just taking the, the gender off of it, what's your role? Okay, I'm like Cole said, I'm stronger at cooking. I'm the man. Okay, I'm going to cook. She's stronger at X, Y, and Z. That's what society will say. That's a man's job. That's I'm stronger at that. That's okay. That's your role. So we just the way we redefine that in um, in relationships and in marriages is just taking the gender off of it and just saying that this is my role. This is the role I play in the marriage. This is the role she plays in the marriage, and it works for us. It works for our household. So just having a conversation and having that conversation often because roles will change just like yeah, your love languages that stuff changes so just checking in to see where something might need to be tweaked based on the season that you're in yeah you know? definitely um i'll say that of course traditionally i guess we should redefine it um especially with how society views it and whatnot i mean pretty much what everybody's saying that uh i mean what works for for you and, and your spouse um, where you and your significant other should should be what it is. Um, I felt like I had something else. <laughs> um, said, yes, my definition that we both can work and we both can cook and clean. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, I'll take them. Non, you're not cooking. Over. You don't have to cook. I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's not his role. That's not my role. Okay, so we're we're both. Um, well, she's an athlete. I was a so-called athlete, but we played on teams. And one of the things about teams is you you know your role. Um, when it comes to good teams, <laughs> you, you know your role. Uh, championship teams. When I think about the the dynasty of the Lakers in the early 2000s. I was a big fan of them. I was a Shaq fan. What? Nothing. Oh, could, oh. No, you just don't know where this. No. You, you, you got to work as a, as a as a as a team. So, for instance, everybody knew that Shaq and Kobe were the dynamic duo. Mm -hmm. But then you got Rick Fox playing his role, doing the hustle and all that. You got uh, Derek Fisher, that's the, the hustle man. He runs the point. He's not going to get too many buckets or whatever. But everybody didn't go outside of their role. Like one of the things that I listened to, one of the podcasts, Derek Fisher was saying that everyone knew their role on the team and nobody tried to go outside of that. Mm -hmm. So like even, for instance, with our situation before to where, like I was saying, I was in a dark place because I couldn't provide. Mm -hmm. If I understood that, you were the Shaq and Kobe, and I had to play the Derek Fisher role of just giving you assists. I'm just really into basketball because I know basketball. Um, that I would have, we would have been able to progress a lot forward. And I feel like I stunted our growth because of my pride and my not wanting to be in the role that was fit for that time or that season. It was a matter of me trying to exceed myself and then exceeding kind of slowing up the process of, of everything else. He was so, a rookie, still learning the game. I got you. Yeah, definitely was a rookie. Um, <laughs> definitely this marriage is, is always an ever-learning process. I, Indeed. I, why do you say it like that? Because it is. I love it. I love it too, but it's still <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Listen, you can ask couples who've been married for 20, 30, 40 years, and they're going to tell you, no, like, at each different stage of life, just learn mm-hmm. it. I know. Apparently, I love it. I'm still here. Yeah, you are. He said you didn't want to be a bench player. Be a bench player. <laughs> nah, I didn't want to bench all my life. I wanted to be the star. Oh, <laughs> oh that was no. cute. That was cute. That was a ball. <laughs> all right. So, um, on that note, we do want to thank uh, the, yeah, there's only six of them. I don't know. It's all, it's all 54 minutes in. Oh, okay. um, we do want to thank the founders of the Love Walk, Dom yeah. and Nicole Wilcher, this evening for joining us and talking about gender roles. Um, any final uh, thoughts, plugs? Thank you for having us on here. I I realized how much I miss doing stuff like this. So thank you yes. for this conversation. <laughs> This was on point. I put up a post yesterday about it basically was about gender roles. And it was funny that we did this today because the the story was something on Instagram, something funny, but it really was relative to today's conversation. I might repost it just for fun. This was an awesome conversation. Definitely appreciate you guys coming on. It's fine. Yeah. Um we're gonna get Love Walk up back and up and running um at some point. Um but if I had a plug, no final thought, do what's best for your household. Yeah. Paying attention to what the social media says and what, because most of these people, Definitely most of these people that's media. giving you advice or giving you these so-called gender roles and all this stuff, they ain't been through it. <laughs> they ain't been through it. It's easy to say, well, you ain't supposed to do X, Y, and Z when you ain't in it. What's that guy, Kevin Samuels? Yes. He's, he's a mess. He's that. He's, he's hard a hard guy. He, he has his commentary on just about every subject matter. Mm-hmm. And granted, sometimes he does speak a little truth, but at the same time, I'm like, are you married? What is your What does your love life look like? Like, I hope it's perfect. I really hope it's perfect. Yes, because he knows it he all. Needless to say, goodness gracious. Um, so, um, if you like what you heard, subscribe. Um, we are on YouTube. Uh, All platforms. I, I, I heard us on Spotify. It was weird hearing my own voice, but I heard us on Spotify. So we're on Spotify. We're on where you could find your favorite podcast. You're funny. So definitely subscribe. Um, yeah. So. Until then, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Guys, Michelle, love y'all. Love, love y'all. y'all. <laughs> he don't know what to do. Stop. <laughs>